buddy. Oh, look at you playing guitar. Nope. Welcome to the Unnamed Show. We are still the Unnamed Show, where we talk about security relationships. Um, my name is Ashley. I am your host, Senior Marketing Manager over at Jupiter One, and this is my co-host, Tyler. Hello, Tyler Shields, Enjoy. Chief Marketing Officer, Jupiter One. Thank you, Ashley, producer extraordinaire, Lee. Woo. Um, so this episode, we're going to have you play guitar, right? Nope. And perform. Although, although <laughs> in the in the little 15-second countdown intro we did before going live there, I did spend about 10 seconds, 15 seconds attempting to figure out how to play that on the guitar. So Is it even hopefully, tuned? No, it was not tuned. It was actually pretty <laughs> bad. But I'm not sure if it was my inability to play guitar, which is pretty horrible, or if it was the actual um, out of tuneness that made it sound bad. So I'm not sure. It's a good question. Okay. How was your you week been? How was your How was your oh. last week, um, Ashley? My last week was great. I was on vacation, um, where, where traveling. Did you go? Where did you go? What did you do? Give us the Give us the thirty second skinny. Yeah. So I had family over for Thanksgiving. Um, and then midweek, I flew to LA to go watch BTS in concert, then left LA to come back home and then go to Steamboat Springs for the weekend with my husband. So I'm going to, so. I'm going to ask to rewind for a moment here Yes. and yes. say that you went and saw BTS for the very yes. first time. Yes. And tell us, tell us how was the, how was the experience? Was it everything you thought it was going to be? Was it everything you thought it was going to be cracked up to be? Are you excited by it? Happy, yes. let down? What was it? So aside from the awful experience at SoFi Stadium and just the terrible logistics that they had, the concert itself was freaking amazing. It was oh. like three hours of pure BTS and army. And it was everything I hoped it would be and more. So, um, was the army tears. Oh yeah. We were out there with our army bombs and screaming our heads off and crying ugly cries because it was wonderful to just see them live. So, um, BTS, if you haven't heard of them, listen to them. If you, uh, you know, want to see them in concert, I think they're going to be announcing a world tour at some point. So who knows when they'll be back. And if there's, stage. if there's any audience members listening right now, um, go ahead and comment in the comment section. If you've seen BTS, what your favorite BTS song is, if you have any love stories uh, about BTF, because I'm BTS, because I'm sure Ashley will just be in heaven if we have some amazing BTS. <laughs> stuff on this comment, so. Let's get those, let's get those comments flowing. Um, yes. Well, that's happening. I was what in Vegas. Yeah. I was in Vegas. Partying yes. it up, losing money. Have you seen how old I am? Partying's not really on the to-do <laughs> list for me. However, losing all my money was definitely on the to-do list. I um, since have come home and made my son get a third job and my wife get a second job just to pay off the debts that I accrued last week. Um, because apparently I'm not as good as a gambler as I thought I was. So, um, but all in all, the trip was, was fantastic. Um, I was out Any there for special? AWS yeah. reInvent, the reInvent Very conference, cool. which we're going to dive quite a bit into in this episode of the TV show. Yeah. And speaking of AWS reInvent, we've got a wonderful guest with us um, who also went to AWS reInvent. So give a warm welcome to Carter Hesterman. Who oh, is look, also... and he's too. <laughs> <laughs> he had to show me up. Look at this. I, I just thought we were all like, I thought that's how we start the show is just, you know, playing the guitar. I've never that's how it. we start every episode, Carter. Um, <laughs> that's their man with an A and not an E. Not an E. Not an E. Um, <laughs> but I have to say that I'd be willing to bet if you and I, one of these days, we may even have to do this, potentially even live, had a guitar riff off, I think I would get my ass kicked. 
I think I would I would get stopped. That feels like a really like intense thing to do though. Like let's just jam. Like let's be on the same team. <laughs> <laughs> All I don't right, know what a riff off is, but competitive guitar playing doesn't sound like something I'd do well at. And I don't know what a riff off is is either, but I thought there might be such a thing, so I don't know. It was a, it was a good swing. It was a good guess. Well, we, On the top of the song, the band. wrong actually. Um, I don't know if I told you this, but when I checked into checked into the hotel, uh, for the listeners, Tyler spelled my name wrong when making the reservation. From he spelled it M E N. Unforgivable. No, I did well, not. Here's the crazy thing: Hesterman is a super common last name, right? You just see him all over the place. They checked me into the wrong room uh, and they're like, and you need to pay like this many thousand dollars. And I was like, wait, I thought it was already covered. And they're like, no, like nothing. I was like, there's no card on filer, like on file, no Tyler or anything. They're like, no, um, like we'll take your card. And I was like, okay. And I was like, hang on. Like, are you sure? Like how long is the dates roll around? I was like, this isn't right. Like double check my name. There was another person there named Jacob Hesterman. And they just uh-huh. checked for the only Hesterman in the system because there was only one since my last name was spelled wrong. So they searched for it with an M-E-N and they got And it. for what it's worth, I spelled it right. But when I made the reservation, the lady wrote it down wrong. I did not spell your last name wrong. Always deferring faults. This is <laughs> yeah. what I have to deal with on the regular. Well, of course, I'm middle management. I just point at everybody else. It's, it's right in my <laughs> job description. Uh, I see a comment from Jasmine. I will happily do an Ingve Malmsteen rendition with Tyler. Um, are you down? Uh, I would 100% do one of those if I knew who that was. It's okay. It's okay. It's Swedish, <laughs> Swedish metal music. I, I, I kind of like when I saw the name Malmsteen, my, my brain immediately went to Ramstein, and that's kind of what I equated it to. Is it in the same realm? I don't know what Ramstein is, so I think we're going to be drawing neutral here. Ah, okay. There's there's the comment. Do a moment. Uh, top marks, Jasmine. That's a, I'm a fan of anybody who's. A fan so, of as a side note, um, Jasmine Henry, who just left that comment, is uh, the latest addition to the Jupiter One team. So, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. she joined. Uh, she joined the marketing team slash field security slash operational security. She's wearing many hats. Um, we're, I'm super excited to have her on the team. So I wanted to call it out. Uh, call out that she's joined the team but no i won't be doing a malmstein or a ramstein duet anytime soon so um neoclassical shredding no yeah, I, I, I can't play it it's way too way too fast i struggle with bar all bar, it takes is practice right there it does take practice <laughs> and like n- not having a day job <laughs> i'm gonna play guitar for 10 hours a day and then i will do it just lock myself in a closet with a metronome for a year if only what, what is this metronome you speak of, Carter? This thing that I hear guitar players use makes noise. I've yeah, it clicks and does weird noises. Yeah. So, super producer. Yeah. What are we talking What's about up? today? What is our topic du, du jour? Uh, our topic is AW's reInvent. You both were able to go and have a blast over in Vegas while I was gallivanting and dancing with BTS. So, you know, we each had our fun. Um, and so I just wanted to kind of get a lowdown on what went on there um any cool keynote sessions that you went to it's carter vegas. we can't to tell you yeah. we can't tell you what happened in vegas stays oh, in vegas no. right carter well there blows it's up my scary. entire agenda well we better just end, end, though, so. we, we better just end this show right now because what happened in vegas stays in vegas so well you could just play your guitars we could have a whole episode of you playing so all right back yes. to the real topics then in that case um <laughs> Uh, what, so I have, for those of you that don't know, when you do these kinds of live shows, 
um, you usually have a prep call and we usually go through the prep call and we usually bullshit around for half an hour. And a lot of the interesting things we discuss in that 30 minutes makes it to the show and some things don't make the cut. But one of the, I wanted to open up the conversation with one of the questions that we discussed around keynotes. Um, I, as CMO was doing booth duties and, and Gartner analyst calls and customer lunches. And so I was not able to make any of the, the keynotes. So I was hoping Carter could give us a little bit of a rundown on any of the keynotes he saw, what his thoughts were, what his opinions were, if they were worth the time. What what were your thoughts, Carter? Yeah, first, am I able to do my monocle thing on like live television? Of like, Tyler, that sounds very, this is a monocle for those of you. I, mean, I guess, I guess I'm not, not I wasn't like able this. to attend the keynotes because I was busy <laughs> meeting with the Gartner Magic Quad. Humble brag, humble brag. I get it. Okay. It's I was a flex. Brag. I get it. Oh, no, you're an executive, so it's your job. Um, yeah, no, I made it to a few keynotes. Uh, there were a few nights uh, where I stayed up a little bit later, it was a little bit late to some of the keynotes, but. Uh, thankfully, they had some of the afternoons as well that I was able to attend. Uh, the first one I attended was, um, I can't remember, but I have some notes up here on my other screen because I had to refresh. Adam Solipsky. Uh, but the, they covered a lot, so many things in these keynotes, and they kind of jumped back and forth between like who was talking. Um, they covered all sorts, you know, they announced new products, they announced, you know, they talked a lot about like their new computing and like some of the new capabilities there, a lot about spot instances and Graviton. One of the things that stuck out to me the most, though, was, uh, I don't think it, I think it was Adam. He talked about just like the importance of data and he actually gave a story about Florence Nightingale and how Florence Nightingale was like one of the original like data nerds um, and how she gathered all this data about like all the people in the hospitals and like during like war and like what they were dying of, um, like who was dying of their wounds and like who was dying of like sickness or like other things. There was like three categories. I don't know other categories there would be. But that's when she gathered all this data and created a different kind of like pie chart. I can't remember what the name of it is, but uh, and she used that data to determine like, oh, like our medical equipment and like everything that we're like we're using to like take care of the people is what's killing them, not the diseases oh, or like not their okay. injuries. Like they're getting sick from like other things. Um, so that was interesting, kind of thought provoking, I guess, about like you know data and stuff like that. But um, the other yeah. one that stuck out to me the most. Uh, and sorry, I'm not coming in like with any specifics on like any specific AWS products because there were so many that they talked about. But the other one that was big, um, and we there are about, so there are so many AWS there are, products. That's a whole other problem. Literally, like you can't keep your your arms around all the AWS products. They're expanding. You could fill a Walmart if they were like physical products, like one box per like product in like the AWS console. You could like fill a Walmart and go. You could fill a super Walmart right yeah. next to the grocery aisle. Mm-hmm. The the AWS aisle. <laughs> That kind of sounds like something that would trigger me if I went to a grocery store. I'd get nervous and start sweating that I got to get out of here. <laughs> That's like, so it's funny you say that. I'll tell you my, a, a brief diversion from our AWS discussion for a personal Tyler story. Uh, I have not been into a Costco in years. And the reason I've not been into a Costco in years is I literally rage quit Costco. I went <laughs> on a Saturday afternoon. My wife was out of town and she said, go, go grocery shopping. So I, being the good person that I am, said, I'm going to go to Costco and save money and do all my grocery shopping at Costco. So we get into Costco. On a Saturday afternoon. I already Saturday, know. Saturday at 2 yeah. o'clock. Oh, so my I, goodness. I, first of all, I take 20 minutes circling the parking lot looking for a spot because the whole parking lot's full. So already my rage meter is like at 9 out of 10. So I go in and I show the guy my little Costco ID and I'm like, all right, I'm going to do the right thing. So I grab the cart. And I start pushing down past the TVs. You get past the front section where the TVs and the electronics are. And you get to the grocery section. 
and I look up and I'm going down the first aisle and I look up and I realize there's not a sign on any aisle inside of Costco that tells you what what is in any aisle. There was no way to know. And I was dodging 80,000 people inside of Costco. I literally rage quit, rage quit, threw my hands up and walked out the door of Costco. And I have <laughs> never set foot inside of Costco since. So there's my Costco story. Now back to AWS. <laughs> That's a good Costco story. I might have to rage quit AWS though if they keep expanding with too many products. I don't think you get to make that decision though. Oh, I might rage quit it. I don't think my company can rage you, quit it, but I personally cool. may. We still need it. AWS again. Say, uh, if you can convince engineering to abandon it, then sure. But No, I would never even attempt to do that. Our, <laughs> for those that are listening, our entire um, Jupyter One platform is built on top of AWS as a backend. So, um, That's it. If you were to lobby for that right now, it'd be a good time since it's actually been out most of the afternoon. So oh, not going yeah. to initiate it then, but... Not our fault. Not our fault. Not our fault. Yep. Um, so no, my uh, husband was also telling me he works at Maxar and was telling me that they have an AWS outage too. So that's why I was like, yeah, oh, it was a okay. global US one East, if I recall correctly. Yeah. That is correct. Um, other, other keynote, I interrupted your second keynote. Oh yeah. Uh, Peter DeSantis, uh, his VP over, let me check my notes, AWS utility computing, but he talked about, uh, he had an interesting section where he's talking about kind of like, I think it's Moore's law, the one that's like, you know, mm -hmm. about like more and more data and everything. Um, yep. And uh, man, I'm really hesitant to like claim knowing facts on a live stream. Like, <laughs> and this is recorded and people can check it later. So oh, they'll check it and then you'll get comments. Hate comments. Those of you walking at home, everything I say is potentially not true. Just caveat everything. Learn, <laughs> learn to be a marketing person. Caveat everything you do. You'll be fine. I, in my head, it's all true, but it may not. <laughs> the internet may disagree with me. Anyways, um. So he's talking about kind of like the there's a dichotomy they're facing of like we're getting where we can like cram more and more storage into these devices and get bigger and bigger hard drives and everything like that but we're starting to also like see a problem where it's like we need bigger faster cpus to like be able to keep up with all these otherwise like we're slowing down and like it's like becoming more like of a hindrance so we talked about some of the things that aws is like doing to com like combat that and announced a couple of new instance types um that'll specialize with that they talked a little bit about like machine learning and like different ways you, you know, they had some cool diagrams about how like, you know, a normal company that's using like graphics acceleration and like their browser might use a GPO and then how like machine learning people might use it differently. I'm not a machine learning person or a graphics person. So it didn't make a ton of sense to me, but uh, the takeaway of it is like, we're giving people options to be able to use like some of this hardware that we provide for them for like whatever best meets their needs, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, and then they wrapped up, it was kind of a random, Maybe I maybe I missed the transition, but then they started talking about uh, like what AWS is doing to like help like the Earth, and they talked about like their data centers and how they're trying to like optimize them and make them all like completely self sufficient using solar, um, wind power. They claimed that they're the biggest purchaser of renewable energy. I think. Don't fact check me, or I might be wrong. Um, <laughs> there's the caveat, but uh, it sounds like they're doing a lot there, which like as like my wife and I care about that a lot, you know, everyone cares about that to a degree, but like, I, I thought that was actually pretty cool. Like it makes me feel a little bit better about um, how much we rely on big orange yes. out there. Yes. So I, should move, big orange? I just made that up actually. So I should move my, um, my 10,000 crypto mining rigs to Amazon. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Yeah. You know, that's no. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, no, not at yeah. all. And I don't uh, have somebody on my team actually 
If did I had that. 10,000 crypto mining rigs, I wouldn't be talking to the two of you right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fair. You're, you wouldn't, I don't think your internet would be working here. Power would be out. Um, no, somebody on my team actually is like, I wonder if I can use like EC2, like big brain moment. Like, I wonder if I can use EC2, like Amazon's computers to like crypto mine for me and then use the money to pay for the EC2 server and then take whatever's off the top. So I spun up a couple of instances and like got it all working. And then like after like money's like, oh, definitely not. Okay, we're putting this in bed right now. Just made Amazon a bunch of money and I just lost a bunch of money on this. So. Oh man. Well, that was the lesson learned. Joking, but it's been done and it's been proven as a, a great, maybe even a better way than going to Las Vegas and playing poker to lose your money. Yeah. Well, obviously I'm good at losing money. So maybe you should have just stuck with it. Yeah, go ahead. Try that. Try I should have followed you. I had terrible luck there. I made zero dollars. I won one hand of blackjack and then someone's like, let's go play craps. And I was like, I will purchase a crap. Sure. Let's, let's do this. <laughs> and I just followed kind of what the person next to me was doing. And then they got really mad and left. I was like, Oh shoot. I lost all my money too. Guess I'm going to bed. <laughs> So. I will purchase a crap. That might be a uh, that might be the quote of the episode. So um, hey, we all on have the thumbnail, we're gonna put we're gonna put Carter Hester Man M E N, and then we're gonna put a picture of his face, and then the quote says, "I will purchase a crap." <laughs> I'll, I'll happily get behind that, especially if you like make it a T-shirt. Um, I'll fund it even, but yeah, that Wonderful. game. I'm sure we can get team members to wear that too. Don't worry. So. Um, Ashley, I have one other question, then you can ask a bunch of questions. But, okay. And this is an important question because I'm sure the audience will want to know the answer to this question. Biggest party you attended, best party you attended, most fun party you attended. Why was it fun? Why was it big? You, you can choose multiple. You don't have to say it was one for all of them. You can say one for this, one for that. What was the biggest? What was the best? Uh, and where did you have the most fun in Vegas while you were there? Uh, so, you know, I, you knew I was going to love this question. because, like, I did. That's why I put I, it in there. I like to have fun um, and I like being around people uh, and Vegas is a great place to do both of those things. Um, don't read too much into that statement. Uh, I think. <laughs> um, don't overthink it. Just go with yeah, it. Don't overthink it. Uh, so yeah. Um, so it turns out Phil, the head of our engineering org, uh, you know, uh, chief, uh, chief architect uh, got invited to some very exclusive events and met some big wig Esque people. I aspire to be like Phil in a lot of ways. Um, the man's a legend. As as do we all. I do yeah. as well. Um, but one of the biggest things that I was like, wow, like Phil's doing the whole like Vegas thing where like you get to go and like meet people, and then they're like, come and meet me at the foundation room at the top of Mandalay Bay. Just drop my name and get me in. And then like Phil turns to me, he's like, Carter, come and meet me at the foundation room at the top of Mandalay Bay. Drop my name and you'll get in. Cool. And- Coolness flows downhill, Carter. It flows downhill. It flows downhill. The trickle, trickle down coolness. Uh, well, no wonder I haven't gotten experience any of that. Hold on, you have uh, got a trickle to Tyler. That's very weak. Stream that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm, just kidding, I'm just kidding. Okay, coolest party. Foundation was the coolest party, though. Uh, so all that to say, so we went. Phil told us about like, hey, there's this thing that this company is putting on. They sponsored this exclusive nightclub called Omnia. It's at Caesar's Palace, and like, it's like a cool club. Like, we should go and check it out. Um, and so we went and like got in line. We were like 30 minutes late and they're like, yeah, 1800 people registered for this and we're only letting 400 in. So the rest of you got to wait. And it's going to be like two hours and it's going to be like 75, 80 bucks to like get in per person. So like a bunch of people with this, like, all right, I'm out. And I was like, yeah. no, like, I believe I will stay. Ooh. Um, so I held out, uh, with a couple other people and Phil texted the people that he met on his helicopter ride. That is another monitor. Yeah. <laughs> um, from the company 
And they're like, oh, we'll be right down. So they came down and it was like the whole thing out of like a TV show where it's like, they're like lined up outside the club. They like came, like took the little thing off and like, let us you. go through the line. And like, you. yeah. And they're like, they're like, okay, like $75. And the guy's like, no, like they don't pay. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. He's like, now give them their VIP wristbands. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Nice. So, took us upstairs and there's a free bar up there an open bar. Um, so we were like sitting up there and it's super loud and I was kind of dancing and talking to Phil. And Phil's like, I don't want to cramp your style, Carter. Like, I see you want to go and dance. Like, go and dance. And so <laughs> I went downstairs and got my freak on just dancing and jumping around and headbanging with a bunch of strangers for not one, not two. I don't even know how many, but we got there at like 11 o'clock and I left at four in the morning. Holy smokes. <laughs> it was okay. wild. I made so many friends. I ran into a lot of them at the conference. It was funny because you're down there like dancing with a bunch of people and it's like, you're from reInvent, you're from reInvent, and you are a regular at the club, and we do not belong here with you. Um, I'm comfortable dancing around you, you and you, you are my people, and the rest of you clearly know what you're doing. So, um, so yeah. next time we go, next time we go to, to, to Vegas, um, and we're in town at the same time, you and I 100% have to party because I've got to see this live. It was it was amazing. Not. It was so much fun. There was, as good uh, as the story is, live has to be 10 times. I'm better. trying to think of like the, the suitable for stream things to say. Somebody at the end asked me, like, I was I like, because, because the people that came with me left at like one in the morning. They're like, okay, like, you're crazy. Like, we're out of here. And I'm, like, I'm going to, this is the only time I'm getting into a club like this. Like, I'm going to live it through to the end. I don't deal in half measures. Sense. You're making the most of the situation. I'm, I'm talking about this way too long, by the way. I'm sorry. There's probably more other no, interesting. I was actually going to ask you if you could, you know, uh, showcase some of your moves. Honestly. Well, you see, I'll, I'll hold on that, but I got to. <laughs> so somebody at like 3.30 in the morning, I'm still going hard. Just like, I don't drink. Like, I, I just like prime. Everyone's like super like, and I'm like still there. Like, yeah, let's do it. Um, And somebody's like, dude, you're like you're like tearing it up. Like, how do you have this much energy? Like, I don't know. He's like, okay, like, I know you, I, I know you have some, like, do you have like, can I have some cocaine? Like, do you have me? <laughs> I was like, no, like, do you like, where do I get it? And he was like, I was like, are you kidding? He's like, I'm not kidding. Like, stop holding out, man. I can tell you're doing it. You're so, it. The story doesn't end there though. So I go like, get out, like crawl into my cab. Can't hear anything. I'm just like super tired. Can't sleep. And then like three days later, like two days later, we go to like replay the party at the end and like Zed's there and we jump around and have a good time. And then like one of the people on like our team at the company is like, oh, Carter, like come and meet my coworker. And I was like, <laughs> Tyler, dude, we've already met. Like we, we got our freak on together. We jumped around and everything and listened to the loud music together. And he also asked me if I had cocaine. So that was fun. <laughs> You're not supposed to bring that up again after super, the event. Super small world. The people you run into at one in the morning at a nightclub when you're jumping. <laughs> That's wild. That was the craziest. That was probably one of the wildest nights of my life. That was so the Zed show was good too, though? Zed was awesome. Yeah. I was going to, my wife him. threw out like Friday and we were going to go like see Zed and it's like 800 bucks to like get into the club. I was like, oh, no way. Um, then replay played it. So yeah. I, was, I was happy with that. And it was a free show for you. Yeah. I, I mean, free for me, not free for Jupiter One. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> so clearly, relationships have been made oh, in yes. in that club. Um, any other relationships or interesting eh, sessions, I should say, uh, whether it's at the clubs or elsewhere. I'm gonna just going into to like talk more about like the club stuff because it's funny, but uh, like, just. Circling it back to more practical topics. Yes, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm just reading this comment. Carter purchased a crap and then got his party pants on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
When do we get to see the party pants? The party pants. I think the highlight of like the, the expo was like Jupiter one, like demoing like high fashion trends. Like I think we did <laughs> some stuff. I didn't actually wear the party pants. At, you didn't wear the party pants? I I looked like a patron at the booth when I was talking to you guys. So it's like, oh, I'm interested. It's like you have like the tip jar and you put a dollar in it. And all of a sudden people are like, oh. Sounds like an excuse to me, Carter. Well, the real excuse is I didn't bring a belt. And I was. So for those that don't know, there's kind of a running joke here at Jupiter One where um, I don't even think it's a running joke. It's 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 an our, actual our, thing. It's <laughs> an actual thing. It's our thing. I, I consider it a running joke, but. Hey, it's our thing. Um, we we wear neon green pants or purple pants to match this these colors here, this green and this purple um, at the booth. So if you're doing booth duty or even preferably if you are attending, we would love for you to wear your party pants. And so um, a belt. Well, yeah, belt's optional as long as they stay up. I don't care if you wear a belt, Carter. That's on you. But well, the staying up part was the tricky part. So. Well, if they don't stay up, you got to wear a belt, a rope, yeah. you know, yeah. a, an extension cord. Something has to There's be. There's only so much I can make do with my from my hotel. Room. So, do you have your party pants on now? I do have my party pants on. So, can we Walker. see? Is now the right time board. to ask for a? Yeah. Dance? Do you want to see the party pants? One hundred percent. I, I want to see the party dancing. Now it's like, you have to my pants. Like, I feel weird standing up. Nobody sees that. I work from home all day. Okay, should I do like a little like walkout thing? Yes, yeah, do a little yes. do a little walkout for us. Like a, a fashion us. walk. There we go. Maybe okay. exhibit some of those dance moves. Let's see, it's fashion down. walk. Here it is, folks. Be ready. <laughs> With his guitars. Okay, okay. This is, I'm improving this, okay? So we're going to. He's on the catwalk. Okay. Okay, so we're gonna oh, oh, you've got a cloak on too. And then. <laughs> All right. Is that good? Yes. <laughs> that was fantastic. More like the, the dance moves I was doing. There oh, we go. Yeah. The dance moves. The dance moves are, are just there Thank two. you. Oh I love it. That is forever Ladies going and gentlemen. down. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, Carter Hesterman. That was a really vulnerable moment for me, guys. Like, thanks for going on that journey with me. Yeah, I learned. I think I learned more about myself from AWS like reInvent than I did about actual AWS. Like I didn't know what it would be like getting into a cab at four in the morning. I didn't know what it would be like losing all my money at a craps table or purchasing. You've learned a lot. I had a friend. I had a friend once. We were inside the Cosmopolitan. He was so drunk he walked out in the taxi line at the Cosmopolitan, got in the cab, and asked the cab cab driver to take him to the Cosmopolitan. (laughs) <laughs> and the cab driver just to get the hell out of my cab. I, I was going to say, I hope the <laughs> drove like two times around the block and charged him for it. Then they kicked him out. Like, okay, and that's the true story of a, of a former Forrester analyst friend of mine. That's uh, funny. Okay. Uh, relationships. Ashley, did you have any more questions about relationships? You started going down that path before I hijacked it for the party pants. Yes. Discussion. It's all good. Um, Carter, I just wanted to see if there's any other, you know, aside from the relationships you had in the club, yeah. other business professional relationships that were built as well. Any cool conversations, learnings, partnerships? Yeah. Um, there are a couple. Uh, this one was more one-sided, but I talked with uh, the CTO of Circle CI for a little bit. I'm kind of a fanboy of their work. I did my own thing on the side for like six years and like I used them for like exclusively for all like my CICD needs. Actually, Ross, can you like step back a couple because i don't think we ever formally introduced what your background is so we oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. not we jumped right in yeah we oh, did man. i'm just the guy with long hair that i i, I did all this when i had the guitar i'm sorry i just <laughs> call him tires lead uh, give us your, give me your background just yes. kind of give my 
All right, so um, yeah, I'm Carter Hesterman with an A. Um, and I'm based out of Salt Lake City, Utah. I've worked at Jupiter One for about three years. I was, I started after like maybe like five or six months. So I've been on for a while now, um, since before we even had a product. I am the director of engineering over the applications team. So I manage like 13, 14 engineers. Uh, we work on the UI and the backend services for the UI that it talks to you. Um, so, so I, what I were have, you I'm doing gonna, before? This is like yeah. my script I go through in all my interviews, by the way. When I'm like, so I'm going to interrupt right there and just be like, hey, how would you like to be one of the 14 people that has to work for this guy? <laughs> I'm just saying. Just we dance with like a booty shake like that. I mean, like I can't blame scaring people off. Like I, so, I will be held liable for that. So, so Carter, I, I poke a lot of fun at Carter, mostly because I love him and he's such a good guy and he's so much fun to have around. And I've always enjoyed hanging out with him. Um, he is responsible for a big chunk of the engineering side of the house at Jupiter One and has done a phenomenal job of building quite an amazing product. So I just wanted to throw that out there uh, before we get back into the relationship discussion. Um, talk, as Ashley was, was saying, now that we know a little bit about your background, talk a little bit about the relationship. So the Circle CI guy. Yeah. Yeah. What were you doing before Jupiter One that made you use Circle CI? I guess is the question there. And then go into the yeah. Circle CI story. Um, so I ran just like a consultant. So before Jupiter One, I worked at a couple other startups also, but like on the side for a long time, like nights and weekends, I did, it started one person actually, just like when I was in college was like, Carter, I've got this great business idea. I just need a developer to make it. And like me being like a you know, junior college was like, I'll make it for you. And he's like, it's a site that sells horse semen and it's going to be called book your stud. And Are you for real? I'm actually being for real right now. This is way more detailed than you actually wanted. A hundred percent did not see this coming audience. <laughs> There was no prep call that talked about. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, it's... <laughs> we'll, no, there was. We would. We talked about. We'll some get it. Prep in, we'll, we'll cut that out in post, right? We're live. We're live. Yeah. We'll cut it in post. Um, this is the company that has the tadpole viewer on their LinkedIn. Go and look it up on LinkedIn. Tadpole viewer. So, um, okay. Well, I figured it was safe. Um, but it, I, hey, don't, don't get bashful safe. now. Continue. Don't get bashful. I'm just poking at you. Continue. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you really uh, built this site? Yeah, so built it. And it's like Ancestry.com for horses um, and eBay for horses. So you. So when you put it that way, it sounds a hell of a lot better than the other way you put it, but okay. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's, so that was, that was what I, and then, then my, my personal company was born of Carter building websites for random people that have mediocre ideas. And, and how long did you do that? Uh, up until Jupiter One spun out into their own company, actually, I did it on the side, and then uh, it's like I Jupiter One is my company now. I need to put more time into this. So I, I don't that. have time for this. Other Thank thing. you. Appreciate that. And I that. had a daughter, so that might have influenced it as well. Yes. Um, so, so anyway, you got yeah, to meet I, that's what I used, uh, and so I use Circle CI for building a lot of that. Um, so yeah, I talked with him a large amount. We use Jenkins with running on like. A lot, you know, ECS containers, uh, Docker stuff, lots of tech. You know, we manage a lot of it in Circle CI. It was interesting. I'm trying to not make it a Circle CI sales pitch on our live stream. I should be selling Jupiter One. Um, but yeah, it was, it was interesting. It's cool to connect with them and like hear some of like their strategy for like connecting with customers. One thing that they did that was interesting is like I used it for a personal project a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, this is like way different. Like I'm able to do way more and have all these things. I was like, asked them about it. I was like did you guys change your model? It's like, oh yeah, we just like made all the features like totally free for people. And then like when they want to like double down and like get serious and like do big scale, then they pay us. But like people, you know, just doing things like you, like we don't want to like make you pay like money to like do this. Like it's great. It's easy for us. 
So I actually you, you built a relationship with him at a, at AWS a little bit. Yeah. How did you bump into him there? Did you pre-plan it? Kind of actually, yeah. I saw that they had a booth there, and I like kind of stalked him, and I was like, Rob's oh. here. I was like, all right, gonna talk. To I him. meant, did you reach out to him before the event? You like stalked him pre-planned. You <laughs> premeditated stalked. It was a tactical, tactical, uh, tactical conversation to be had. Dude, I hate to say this to you, Carter, dude, but I love you. But dude, if you stalked me, I would have run and got a restraining order immediately. I don't think I would have recognized. You didn't even you recognize him. You look very different than you do in your LinkedIn photo. LinkedIn photo. Yeah, because that LinkedIn photo is like ten years old, <laughs> and I had hair, and and an actual beard that I wasn't. wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna say. It. Um, who else did you meet? So service yeah, AI guy, who else did you meet? Sentry. Um, Sentry is a platform that does a lot of things, you know, application performance monitoring and error monitoring. Um, a lot of things. We use them very heavily. And so Phil and I, head of engineering, uh, went to a lunch with them uh, that they were hosting at like some brewery where they had tacos. Food was like really, really solid medium, like really okay. Um, but the conversation was good. I actually, I, I was expecting to go in and like talk about like Century product. I had a few questions from the team uh, that they wanted to, you know, be like to ask them this about Century and like Century's docs are awesome. Like they're really good. And I was like, you know what? Like we can just like look this stuff up. How often are we going to be able to like be in like the same room as like their VP of engineering and like talk to them? So I actually kind of shifted the the conversation less from like the product and more of like, okay, like a year ago, you guys were at 90 employees. Mm. Today you're at 180 we're currently at 90 employees and we right. want to be at 180 a year from now. Right. Something like that. Um, it's actually not far off, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so talked with them a lot about the challenges and like strategies they used to like manage that growth from the engineering oh. side of things. Uh, and that was really interesting. I don't, what, what were the, them. I'm going to, I'm going to double click you on that real yeah. quick. What were the one or two key things, even just one key thing that you said, as you're growing from 90 to 180, or in our case, we're going 80 to 165, 170 next year. Yeah. What's the one thing that you, or two things that just do this or make sure you don't do this? What did he say? Yeah, I wish it was like that easy to consume. The guy was like really quiet and it was really loud. Um, but uh, the main things, uh, and, and it was a little kind of, I asked him very broad questions, so he gave me very broad answers. But there were actually like a lot of things that I walked away from that from or I walked away from that list. Uh, probably the main one that I would say that stuck out to me was like getting your, making sure that like everybody's working on like what they want to be worked on, mm. be working on like as much yeah. as you can like enable it. Like the company need, the company needs this. And like, we need this person to be an engineer right now and not a team lead, or we need this person to be a team lead, not an engineer right now. And like trying your best to like shift the conversation around that. Of, like, where do you want to be? And then how can we like align that with the company needs? I love um, that. I love that. I follow that philosophy with my team quite a bit I do as well. And you can't uh, always do it. Here's the thing too. I've learned Carter and and I don't know if it's going to be useful for you to, for, for you listening to me to say this, but I have found that you'll, you'll, you'll there'll be times you won't be able to do that. It's going to be the most frustrating right. times as a leader when you can't help your employees become what they want to become. It's the worst, yeah. worst freaking feeling, but it's great to certainly shoot that direction. And I try to do that with my team as well. That's awesome. Yeah, that, that stuck out to me. I was like, this resonates with me. Like, I like to think that I kind of default to trying to do that, but I think taking a more active approach to like being mm -hmm. with that is important. Um, the other thing, uh, their, their team structure is a little bit different than ours, where like we have teams, at least kind of in like my part of the garden, uh, we've got three squads of about five people each, and they have a team lead on each one. Team lead's kind of responsible for code reviews and like yep. making sure you know, work and everything. They have a technical lead and then like a manager on each squad. And like, I'm the manager technically, like I'm the boss for like, you know, 
the three squads. Like, you know, if they have compensation questions, personnel issues, things like that, they come to me and talk about that. Um, I enable them and things like that. But they had like a boss in each squad. Um, mm -hmm. And so, and then they had a technical lead on top of that, which to me feels like a, a, a lot of management or like paying for a lot of managers, like that feels a little bit too niche. Mm -hmm or too like small in scope. Um, but certainly like with some of the issues we run into right now with like growing the team, like that would help or at least something more in that direction. So it's thought provoking kind of talking with Phil about like, yeah. okay, how could we maybe invest more in like getting more management talent um, yeah. in our- in Did the did you talk to him about, and you, you may not have, and if you didn't just say no, that's fine. But did you talk to him all about how to, how to get culture, how to do, how to drive culture in any way, or did you not approach that? We that didn't way? cover that. It's a very different, they have three offices, one in like Austria, like one in San Francisco, right. and like I don't remember the other one. Um, but we didn't talk to them about the culture thing. Uh, and culture in like a remote environment, I would love to talk about this another time, but that's a whole different. You know, maybe we'll maybe we'll have you back on at a later date to really dig into kind of remote culture building because I have a lot of thoughts on that too, and I we can definitely go down. We're already thirty-seven minutes into a forty-five minute. I know I've, I've been taking so podcast. much. I'm having so much fun with this. Though. This is awesome. No, well, here's here's the cool thing. Here's the cool thing is like I could talk to you for hours. And actually, what what I want to do is tell the audience right now. First of all, if you are interested in coming to work at Jupiter One, either on Carter's team right? Because I know we're hiring or yes. on anywhere within Jupiter One or specifically within the organization, the enterprise engineering organization, feel free to email me, tyler.shields at Jupiter One. You can email Carter, carter.hesterman with an A at jupiterone.com. Uh, and we can make sure you get routed to the to the right audience because we are, well, we are hiring uh, like crazy. <laughs> Got to sit in the center of the screen there, Carter. Um, we are hiring like crazy. So please reach out if you are interested in looking for a position. Um, I and I, I want to throw something else out at you, Carter, and I'm going to put you on the spot here. You might please. curse you might curse me later. But at some point in the future, maybe after the new year, is there a chance, even a remote chance whatsoever, that we might be able to start a Carter Hesterman hosted live stream? Mm. <laughs> yeah, there's, like, there's like two like two emotions in me. It's like, yeah, <laughs> talking and like, I, this is like so much fun. And the other side is like, Carter, you're so busy already and doing other things. You're going to curse Tyler's name later. All right. He's non-committal folks. I'm not going to make him commit. I'm not going to make him commit, but I'm, I don't I'm gonna, do half measures. Hell yes, Tyler. Absolutely. I'm going to twist his arm and get him to hopefully, hopefully help us with a show. And one of us, either Ashley or myself, will be a co-host for him, a second host, but Hey, we'll work on that. And we'll tell you when the, uh, the Carter Hesterman show comes comes into being which quite frankly you have a name for podcasting carter hesterman's like the coolest freaking easy flow yeah, off the tongue. it's that. the I'm carter like, hesterman show the way you say it make i i agree with it but like i can barely pronounce my own name when i'm talking they're like what and i was like carter and the karsten karster Carson? hesterman show <laughs> so right. I, um you do it yeah. Any additional topical questions? We're at 39 minutes. We got yes. about maybe 10, 15 more minutes, but I don't want to run too long on this and lose the audience. Any more topical questions for, for Mr. Hesterman? Well, so one of the things that I was going to circle back to was, you know, you're growing your team. One of the sessions that I know you taught, you said you, you went to was um, around training um, your team. Were there any key highlights there that you know, you're either going to implement or would like to share with the audience on that particular session? Yeah, I'm glad you brought that one up because that was one of the more, there were, I went to a lot of sessions and like some of them were good, some of them 
a lot of them were like, yeah, that was fine. That was probably useful for like, maybe like one person in the room that was like, this is the thing I've been doing for like my whole career. Um, but I kind of, my schedule got tipped upside down and like, I didn't realize how far apart things were. So I was like, ah, I'm just going to duck into this one and see what this is. And I ended up landing in one that's like, uh, how principal modernized and like principal, like the financial company, um, like 200 years old, modernized and like went from on-prem to the cloud. And they talked about like how they trained all their people to like do that. And it was interesting, fairly different than like where we're at as a company. Right. But the principles are actually really similar of like, I'm bringing people onto my team that some of them don't have cloud experience or some of them do have cloud experience, but like we need more. AWS has a lot to offer. It's like walking down like some of like the food aisles at Walmart that we were talking about earlier. It's like, I have no idea how to cook that, but it looks really cool. I just need somebody to like help me like figure out how to make like, I don't know, curry or something. And then that'd be great. Um, made that There's instructions on the box. Hopefully it works well. There's instructions on the box for AWS products as well, but they're not always helpful. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you make something and it does not come out tasting very good. Pretty much every time I make something, it does. Yeah, not come out. I can't. Um, so getting to the getting to the point of this, uh, there was a lot of discussion around like I, I had some questions for them about like um, they would have like sessions to like train people or they'd like set them up where it's like you can go at your own pace, you can attend these sessions. Um, I guess those are kind of the ones, and then like we have like tutors like available for you as well. Um, but like the Big question I had was like, okay, but like, were you expecting them to like do this in their free time or like during company time? And if it was during company time, like how did, how did that work? Like, and so they said like, yeah, this is like really hard to like get buy-in from like, you know, everyone from the top down where it's like, everybody has to be okay with like, okay, employee X is like going through like the gauntlet right now. Like they're learning how to do some stuff in AWS, they're doing training and their capacity is going to be slashed a little bit because of that. And it's, it's important for like them to not feel pressured. Like I need to learn and get my work done. Cause if, if it's up to those two, you're going to get your shit done and get your work mm -hmm. done. Um, and so that, that was one that was like thought provoking for me of like, I, I need to train also, but like, also like, like I encourage learning and growth on the team, but we also are like running very fast. And so like, it'll be a challenge to try and figure out how to bake time for that and like how much time we should bake into that for you know training our employees and giving them opportunities to grow still yeah it's a fine balance it's a fine yeah. balance against output education retainment employee happiness all those things go into that equation and there's no i don't think there's a single right answer i think that and i don't think there's a single right answer for even the one company that changes over time Right. The, the answer today is different than the answer a year from now is different than the answer five years from now as you grow your company. Right. It's at different stages and states. So uh, super interesting. Um, the deltas that, that come into play there. Totally. Yeah, that, that was probably the most thought provoking session I went to. I felt weird because it wasn't about an AWS product. Um, like I went to a few Dynamo ones and those are cool, but I'm not I don't think anybody's super interested in hearing me talk about like advanced Dynamo Dynamo DB. Well, what what is the one highlight that you remember from a dynamo the dynamo talk that you were like hey this is the highlight this was like this was honestly, honestly so like i went to like a couple ranging like across the board and like complexity there's like a 200 level course i went to they had like up to like 400 i think um that's like which no sql database is right for me and i'm like like easy like we went over this in like college like no problem and it was just like so like rudimentarily like simple and straightforward and like they weren't trying to sell the products they were just describing like these are the things that, and this is when you use Dynamo, this is when you use DocumentDB, this is when you use Neptune with like a GraphDB, 
or something like that. Uh, and it was like really helpful to just have that like laid out. Like I've worked with all these things, but I've never sure. thought of it from like that simple of a perspective. Yeah. So sometimes that, the fundamental framework that allows you to, to create that, that grounding is yeah. not always there when you're even at a 401 level on some of these products, you, you yeah. just never really thought about it at that basic way. It, it was like, it like filled a piece of my foundation that I didn't realize was missing. So that was like, like that. Props to whoever did that talk. I can't remember. Well, and it goes to show you that even even though you're running a team of 14, you can always still learn at every level, right? From the 101 to the 401. So never turn your nose up at any educational opportunity if you have it in front of you. Absolutely. What Um, else is on the docket, Miss Lee? uh, Lee, I think it's time to go to our fun section. Oh, you think it's time? Oh, I have one other topic before we... No! I don't know what that is, but I'm already super okay. excited. Whatever you're okay. going to be. It's fine. Do your topic and then I'll do the intro again. Don't worry. I, w- I wanted to bring up one final topic because we're going to run late and I don't care because I'm having such a good time. So I'm going to let this one run late. <laughs> um, I wanted to bring up the keyboard topic. Oh. So Jupiter One gave away a keyboard. Okay. Now we gave away three of them, actually one each day of AWS. And I, I have to admit, this is where I get to show my old age and my disconnectedness from what is cool and hip because I am not cool and hip. I've embraced that many years ago. Um, Because as a matter of fact, I wanted to give away a racing drone, a thousand dollar racing drone. And my team was like, no, we need to give away keyboards. Like what the hell are you talking about? We got to give away keyboards. Like I've thrown away more keyboards than most people will ever own in their life. Why do we need to give away a keyboard? Well, it turns out keyboards are a thing. I didn't, I didn't realize this. So we had three custom keyboards made. They were called, um, begins with, it wasn't quintessential. It was, control or what uh, was it? No, it was like quality or something you can say, like. Begins with a Q and it's amazing brand of keyboards. Anyways, we had three of these custom made and they have, I learned throughout that there's a BM, BMX or BBMX a keyboard made by this Q company that uses what's called black mechanical components and keys. And I just got this education on keyboards that I didn't even know was the thing. And so I'm out there on the very first night and I grab this keyboard off the, the table behind me and I pull it in front of me and I realize this sucker is at least 15 pounds. Like if I hit somebody on the head with this, they're dead. They will not come back to life. Like it's that heavy. And I was just amazed, first of all, at the quality of this keyboard. But what what's the deal, Carter? Are you a keyboard nerd? I cannot claim to be a keyboard nerd given the level of um, <clears throat> what's the right way to say it because it's like really impressive. There are people on my team who would get mad if I call myself a keyboard nerd because they like have <laughs> an understanding of it. So this is for this is for you, Carlos. I am not good <laughs> at keyboards, but I care about them. I do have. I'm a small keyboard nerd. Um, also, I'd like to point out, Ashley, I was at the convention. I went and like was just like walking up to the booth and I was like, you know, doing this keyboard thing, offering it to people. And he offered me, he was like, hey, you want a keyboard? Come listen to him talk about it. And, and then I like pulled down my mask. He's like, oh, oh, get out of here. Tyler, you didn't recognize me. Spelling my name wrong. Not recognizing me. Like, not In my defense, your hair was back. I had never seen my you hair was My hair was tied back. I had never seen you with your hair pulled back. It was so. like day two of the convention, so I didn't have to start wearing a hat yet. So... Um, and for what it's worth, I'm not ignoring you. I'm trying to figure out what that keyboard brand was so we can tell yeah, the audience. No, it was something you can, it was, it was a good name too. Strong name. So I've got, yeah. got this one. It lights up. It 
plays songs. I don't know. It, it doesn't play songs. See, that looks like a yeah. reasonable keyboard. It's not. It's great. It's huge. Um, it's a Corsair K70 RGB Lux. The fact uh, that it has a model keyboard is crazy to me. It's so, uh, yeah. Like, I didn't get one until like a couple years ago, but like it's a it's a mind game, and maybe people will disagree with me on this, but like you get the right kind of switches so that like the keys make the perfect sound when you do it, and all of a sudden you feel like you're typing like a billion miles per hour. It's like, <laughs> and, then it and then you start typing faster. You're like, this is so much fun. Like I can hear the code that I'm writing, and so it's a very tactile mix. Your work way more tactile, and like I can I'm like not just creating things digitally, but I'm also creating things you know analog like audibly into the universe um so just double my the husband, amount you're creating when you're typing really fast yeah my and then you can share it with everyone else board. around you too when my husband uses his mechanical keyboard i'm like are you angry at the world or something like that because it's so loud just passionately, no, passionately it's just typing. yeah exactly yeah, it, it <laughs> does make you it actually does make you feel like you're typing fast and it, like gets me excited when i hear like this sounds really impressive to everybody around me that is hilarious. Well, I was just looking in the background trying to find uh, that keyboard. It begins with a Q. It's a quality or Qualtrick or Qual something. Anyways, um, $370 keyboard. Um, we gave away three of them. I thought it was pretty cool. And I wasn't sure if you were a keyboard nerd and could provide additional color on that keyboard. But I guess not. So now... Small keyboard. I, I'm not at all. As long as I have a laptop with a keyboard, that's all I need. But all right, Ashley, let's redo this. Hit it. Okay, we are now transitioning to the fun part of our stream today called the rapid fire. Ooh, here we go, here we go. We need to get some uh, sound effects going or something like that. We do, we need, a, we need a, a bed. They call it a bed in the radio world. Sound okay, room. good to know. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll figure it out later. Anyways, so today's rapid fire um, is a music trivia. So, so I'm going... Why did we choose music trivia? Because y'all are geeks about guitars. And so I came up with the idea. I, I do have a slight advantage because I did come up with the idea. I said, Ashley, I got to throw down on music trivia against Carter. Like <laughs> we both are the, the two guys that always have the guitar in the background. And for those the audience that doesn't know, because I haven't done this show from my home studio yet, I actually have a wall full of guitars, a lot like Carter's minor are kind of horizontal across, but six of them across and some amps behind my camera station as well so i had to throw down on a music trivia i'm gonna say that like i i don't actually play guitar they're just there on display and i don't actually like music either so i'm just kidding do you know <laughs> you're so such a let's do this i'm really bad at trivia so here well, we go you didn't know who momstein was that would have been a free I know who that was the first that's question. One of my favorite so all right miss all right so the, well, the way go. it's going to go down we've got 10 questions the first person to tell me the right answer will get the will get the point. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the 10 questions, we'll see who comes out on top. Now, if both of you since like delay and time zone goes to you faster than Tyler, right? Because Tyler's out on the East Coast, but I'm in Mountain Time. Too. He's too far, two hours ahead. Sorry, I got you off. Um, right. No, you're Stretching fine. Ready. Let's go. Okay. If you guys, if it's completely silent and you guys don't know, oh, get in your green pants ready. I like it. You're wearing your belt this time, right? Oh, yeah. He does look like more of a rock star than me too. So, <laughs> all right. If you guys don't know the answer, I have multiple choice, so that way there you can still get to resolution on that. So, all right. All right. First question: 
what musician was deported from Japan in the 1980s for possession of marijuana? In the 80s? Sounds like Ozzy Osbourne. No? I'm scared to see this is the live stream thing where it's like, I don't want <laughs> the whole thing I said earlier. This is a fact, but uh, I might have to default to multiple choice on this. Yeah, let's go multiple choice. Okay. Uh, your choices are Elton John, Madonna, Paul McCartney, or David Bowie. Paul McCartney. Ooh, wow. I'm gonna go. Yeah, go Carter. I was going oh. to say it was one of the Beatles, but I was like, eh. Oh, so you could have had two points. So that's one. You could have had two points if you got uh, it. I want to take one choice. over zero. How does that right, feel? I'm keeping score. Donut. I'm keeping score. I got Carter with one, Tyler with zero. Okay. I was going to say John Lennon. So Paul McCartney was, so John Lennon would have been. All right, next question. Uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is situated in what U.S. state? Oh, Cleveland. Indianapolis. Cleveland. Uh, it's in Ohio. Cleveland? Yeah, Carter, Ohio. Good job. Ohio is a state. I said Cleveland. I said state, sir. Oh, my you God. We thought, what city is it? City. It is in Cleveland. I okay, went to yeah, Minnesota. Yeah. I'm not going to get points for that. Okay, fine. No. I'll get you. Tyler, Tyler gets the points for that. That was, that was fast. That was quick. Circle gets yes. a square, and I only know that because... <laughs> Um, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductions were last month or like a month or two mm -hmm. ago. And I watched them on um, part of them on HBO. Very nice. That's, uh, I aspire to go there one day. It's on my bucket list. I aspire yeah, to be no, in it cool. one day. Ooh. No, not Really? And not you're not going to perform on here? Come, yeah, come on. on. Because I will never be in it. Either you tease, please. <laughs> All right, question three. Hit us. Okay. Question three. What singer did Freddie Mercury perform the duet Under Pressure with? David Bowie. Yeah. Good points for Tyler. See, I, Tyler was like alive for all of this. <laughs> Tyler was there. Wow. My mom wasn't even born yet. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yes. Take the dagger one, out, of my, out of that my one. heart, Hesterman. That one wasn't true. I'm just getting competitive. I'm just right, well, I'm going to kick your ass the rest of the show. So let's go. Next yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, so here's here's a question for someone more recent. Okay. Um, what was Lincoln Park originally called? Oh, I didn't know they had a name. I didn't know they had a name either. So I mean, I know okay, that, multiple uh, choice. I'll give you multiple yeah. choice. Lincoln Park, Gamma Ray, Hybrid Theory, or Zero? Hybrid Theory. That's the name of What was the last one? Zero. Oh, Hybrid Theory is the name of one of the albums of Shinona. Yeah, B. Gamma. A. Nope. D. D it is. D. Never I said I did it. Please try. No what was D? What, what was D? Zero. Zero. X-E-R-O. That was their right. original name. Then they That's changed it to one. Hybrid Theory, and then oh. they changed it to Lincoln Park. Oh, so their name was Hybrid Theory. Oh, you were kind of mm -hmm. right. I think Tyler deserves at least like a Nope, half. I won't take credit. No I'm pity sure. points. No, no. No. And I'm, I'm, beat, I'm beating your tail four to one. Four to but I got, I got the I got the. Paul McCartney. How did you get four four points? We only had four if you questions. Get before, if you get it before if you the. We've got multiple choice. Oh, new multiple rules. Choice. Okay. We're gonna a, no, it's a, it's a fair rule. He's a fair judge. I make up rules as I go. That's what you do executive. Uh, next question. How many different instruments did Prince play on his debut album? All of them. Oh, good heavens. 16. <laughs> 11. 16. No, that's not very princey. Let's say 30. No, 16. Is it actually uh, 16? Your final answers? I'll yeah. award this one to the closest one. 17. No, no, no. The final answer was 27. So, yeah, Carter, okay. you no, got you it right with 30. Either way. 
Now we'll give you two points, Carter. Okay. So I heard that I listen to music trivia every morning on the radio. Oh, what? I didn't and, know that. Are you serious? And that question there? was on it. <laughs> that question was on it, but I couldn't remember the answer. That's like, oops. That's like, cheating. Let's play music. Oh, Negative I, I happen to be really good at this. I happen to be a music trivia. It's okay. This is, this is worthy competition. I'm happy. It is worthy. All right. You're just That's cushioning me for when I lose. I appreciate it. That's a good friend, Tyler. What question number are we on, Ash? Four. Uh, we are five. now on question five. Okay, question five. Question five. Uh, which classic rock album is sometimes said to be a soundtrack to The Wizard of Oz? I'll give uh, you Pink multiple Floyd, choices. Dark Side of the Moon. Oh, wow. Wow. I'm I sorry, saw it in my head. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Next question, Man. please. I think Tyler okay. wrote this. I, you know, I should That was a good question, though. That was a good question. Well, because you okay. that one, if you turn it on at the start of the movie, you got to get it like a line through the whole thing. Yeah, I've never actually done it though. I never have either. Which maybe we should do that as a viewing party one Watch day party. on stream or something. That'd be kind of fun. Sounds, yeah, let's do sounds that. good to me. <laughs> It'll never happen. Next question. Question six. <laughs> what was Elvis Presley's middle name? Ooh, John Elvis Presley's middle name. I'm really trying hard not to Google it. I'm not going to, but. You'll be disqualified if you do. I'm getting okay. my butt handed to Are me. Are we going to so. do multiple choice? Multiple choice for this? Yeah, let's do multiple choice. Yep. Okay. Uh, answer A, Aaron. B, Xavier. C, Michael. D, David. Go C. A, A, Aaron. C, Michael. Aaron is the right answer. Uh, I believe that makes it seven to three. Ouch. Carter, we're going to bring you on the show, and then I'm going to flex on you. Show you. <laughs> so the last question, the last question we're going to do, you can bet bet whatever amount you want to you want to bet. Do the Squid Game style. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. Question eight. Uh. Uh. Yes. Oh, wasn't sure if you knew how to count. No, no, no. I mean, I have more than ten questions on my list, oh. which is why I, I was you. yeah. Um, okay. What American rock band was founded as a one-person project in Seattle in 1994? The Foo Fighters. Yeah. By David Grohl. Was it really? Former drummer yeah. of Nirvana. Yes. Wow. He wow. Every Any listeners on here, would any of you have gotten that as well? Back me up here. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm drowning here. Let's I, see. I'm not going to lie. Literally last week finished reading Dave Grohl's most recent book. Wow. I'm speechless. I should have mixed, mixed speechless. trivia. Nine to three. Next I question. I should have known. Somebody okay. give me a raise. <laughs> uh, okay, next question. Uh, how many times were Lincoln Park rejected by record labels? Hmm. Are you going to do post this again? Yeah. No, I'll go first. I, I'm, I'm an elite. I'll go first. I think it's I, exactly six. Okay, well, I'll go with, I think it is 11. Carter is the closer number. The yeah. actual number is 44. <laughs> wow. That's a lot. Yep. Crazy. They were rejected 44 oh. times. Hey, Jeff. Right. Oh, Jeff, don't watch this. I'm embarrassing myself. Now I'm embarrassing myself. <laughs> just, just turn around. <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't going well. All right. Since I am, I am at nine and you are at five. I'm going to bet zero, and you can bet it all and win. 
This is the last but if, question. But if I get it right and you get it wrong, you go to zero. You get you just got stomped. Okay, but like I, I lose anyway. So like you got to go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's no, I, okay, yeah, yeah. Let's and go. I'll bet zero just to make it competitive. It's We're nine. Doing this on question nine, not question ten. This question ten. Oh, okay, cool. I thought you said question. Or is it nine? Am I? Am I? No, no, no. We okay. we just finished nine. Yeah, so got we're it. Okay, yeah. Carter I'm, doesn't I'm know how to count either. Either, so. Okay, got it. Let's do it. All in. I just think he's an engineering leader. I just got back from Vegas and lost everything already, so I've learned nothing. <laughs> all right. Okay. Here's all. your final question. What did Queen vocalist Freddie Mercury attribute his or attribute his enhanced vocal range to? I can tell you right now if you want me to give you the answer. Do it. I, it's, the, I uh, it's the size of his mouth and his oversized jaw and teeth. Really? Uh-huh. Uh, be, say that again? Sorry. His teeth, teeth being so big, his mouth being so big. It depends on how particular you want me to get with this answer. So, Carter, I would like to hear your answer. <sighs> um... Say the his big old heart, and it came from his soul. So how do you go from it goes to teeth to his heart? How do you make that leap, Carter? It's it's, it's fuzzy. It's a feel good answer, Tyler. It's for the fans. It's for the for the viewers. You could have said we, his lungs. You could have said note. he just practiced really hard. No. What what is he attributed Freddie to? Freddie Mercury just he really cared, and that's what came through in his voice. He attributes it to his extra teeth. So apparently he had four extra teeth. Tyler gets like a point for that. That's yes. It doesn't matter. I beat you without the points. Yeah, you, you, you stomped me. So like, any yeah. bonus questions, Ashley, that you like that you want to throw out before we call it? Yes. Uh, I thought there might be one or two more. Is this a riff off that you talked about? This was our riff off. Yes. <laughs> Hawaii outage it, dominoes says says magic. Magical Mermaid is commenting. Nice. Awesome. Hawaii outage dominoes? I'm not sure dominoes what that means. probably but... using US East 1 in Hawaii, and that's a really bad data center for them to be using. So I'm sorry, Magical Mermaid. But your dominoes will come eventually. <laughs> okay. What's what's the bonus question? Okay. There? Bonus question. Uh, which Beatle worked on a James Bond theme song? Ooh. That's a tricky one. Carter? I can only remember three of them. Uh, I can give you four. So Ringo no, Starr. No, 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 no. It's probably not the Oh, the songs? Oh. No, 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 no. So I'm going to say Ringo. No, George Harrison. Okay, that's wrong. Oh. Wrong and wrong. Okay, Ringo was a bad choice. It was a bad choice. I told you. It I'm was bad. Ringo? No, it was, no, it wasn't it was Ringo. Paul McCartney. Okay. Which one? Paul. Paul, Paul McCartney is the answer to two questions. That's tricky. I know. She is tricky. That is tricky. Hawaii state with most problems people don't know. I hear it. Yep. True true that, Magical Mermaid. Not sure what we're discussing, but Preach. you're on point. Yes, Preach. and Jeffrey, I did talk about BTS earlier today, so you'll have to just watch it on demand when, when we sign up. So I think we should make right. the um I think we should make the classic rock trivia segment. A, a weekly a segment, and I will okay. challenge. I will challenge an audience member if they want to challenge me. Okay. Cool. I like classic rock is like what my swimming pool. That I'm like comfortable in, and I, I just got stomped. So like that's that's true. Yeah. 
So it's okay, Carter, you can partner I've, with me and we can make it super difficult for him for future episodes. You know, I, I don't, I'm not even mad. I'm just kind of inspired now. Like I'm just going to go listen to some queen or dude. I'm twice. As I'm you said, park, I feel like having a happy evening, but like, I'm as you said, man, I was alive for all of it. So I do have a <laughs> bit of an advantage. All right. Um, we're at an hour, four minutes. I believe we're done. Did you have anything else you wanted to ask Carter? No, I think uh, I think this was a fabulous, fabulous episode. So thank you, Carter, for joining us. Really appreciate. Yeah, Carter, I, I'm I'm really serious when I say, man, you made this episode super fun. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, I am going to work on twisting your arm and trying to get it maybe once a month or once every third week uh, Carter you. Hesterman show because I think it would be cool as hell and I think our audience would love it. Um, for those of the you know the few people that are listening to us right now, please hit subscribe, hit the bell, hit the notify, all those Smash good things. Smash that button. Smash that like. Do all those <laughs> do all those things that the young cool hit people say. Um, and yeah, uh, thank you for coming on our show and thank you, Carter. We really enjoyed having you on here. Happy to be here. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.